0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. This is going to be another episode within the...
1: How Weird World.
0: ...month. <laughs> okay. It's a little creepy soft, but okay. <laughs> a little early 70s FM radio kind of a vibe going on there. I'm Dean. I'm Jack. I'm Carrie. And today, Carrie is going to give us a weird bit, as you can tell, since we're uploading on, a, I believe, a Sunday... This weird bit is about something a little spooky, a little scary, in keeping with the Halloween
1: festivities. Carrie? Yeah. It's El Cucuy. Is that how you say it? Sure. Why not? Uh, Also goes by The Coco, Mm. The Kooka and Coco Man.
0: El Cucuy is by far the scariest of those versions. Really? Yeah, I think so. Coco, seriously. It's a Disney movie. Coco Man brings
1: you hot chocolate before bed. Uh, Clearly. (laughs) That would be nice, but that is not this story. This legend, (laughs) what is it, story, whatever, originated in northern Portugal and Galicia, which is what part of Spain?
0: It's northwestern Spain, I believe. Very beautiful. Pardon me? Very beautiful. Forested, green, very nice.
1: And in Portuguese, the word cocoa means coconut. But it also refers to, in several different languages, the human head or skull. Hmm. Hmm. Does it? Yes, it does.
0: Cabeza. But literally the word cocoa in several languages? Colloquially. Okay. it's not only one word for
1: head. (laughs) We do too. That's true. We call it a coconut.
0: Yeah. Don't we? We don't call it a cocoa.
1: No. Well, for hundreds of years, the stories have been told, passed down from generation to generation, and... The legend is it's a demon-like monster <gasps> that lurks in the shadows of closets and under beds to frighten and kidnap disobedient children.
0: Wow. I mean. It's kind of like a Halloween Krampus. Or boogie, boogie, man kind of yeah. deal. Closets, yeah. huh? Yeah. And beds, huh?
1: Bogeymans are always boogeymans. Yeah, that's true. Are always Bogeymans. in closets and under beds. Yeah, that's true. They are. Who, been who
0: among us was not afraid at some point in their childhood to take either their hands from out from under the covers or to put their hands over the side of the bed?
1: I absolutely was, but Horrible. it wasn't because of the boogeyman. Really, where was it from? The trilogy of Terror Doll.
0: That makes sense. Yes, I, I can he see was that.
1: Under my bed with his big knife. And Very if specific. any limbs hung over, he was going to chop them off.
2: All
0: right. That's uh, you your know, boogeyman. Yeah. I don't remember being afraid of specifically the boogeyman or understanding of just in general, something could be under yeah. the bed, something yeah. can be in the closet. I don't, honestly, I, I remember, I have a vague memory of hearing the, fra- the word boogeyman and my parents never really used that. So I wasn't afraid of a boogeyman, but I was, did have some generalized fear of things in the dark, yeah. of course, which is weird. It's almost wonder if it's, you know, childhood instinctive.
1: Yeah, it probably I, is. Although, it's funny, I mean, did other people's parents use a boogeyman Probably. Their uh, they probably did. I mean, mine didn't. I don't think we ever did, did we, Jen? No, not
2: really. But I think the boogeyman is sort of just a personification of childhood fears. Yeah, I think so, throughout too. Throughout the ages.
0: Yeah, and you probably hear But there have been, culturally... Lots yeah. of parents and lots of societies have literally said if you if you yeah, go out at bogeyman. night or do things do certain yeah. things the boogeyman's going to get you and of course the reason was control to make them or really just to not do dangerous stupid bad judgment things.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it, in my mind it's kind of abusive. Girl, <laughs> a little bit, no. But you to tell could, your children they're going to get kidnapped and eaten by a monster if they don't listen to you. Yes, if you do the cinnamon challenge, no.
0: you will be eaten by the boogeyman. I think that's terrible. Seems fair.
1: Well, and that's what. El Kukui is. I mean, it was parents telling their kids, if you misbehave, you're going to get kidnapped by a scary monster, and he's going to eat you.
0: That Uh, last part may be uh,
1: mm -hmm. a little
0: far, granted, but makes it scary.
1: Yes. El Kukui is said to have shape-shifting powers, and so nobody knows what its true appearance Mm -hmm. is, and different... Countries and cultures and have different manifestations of El Cucuy.
0: I'm going to guess Randall from Monsters Inc. And by the way, didn't Monsters Inc. terrify a whole generation of children? No. No. Come on.
1: No, because we, Dean, the monsters were.
0: Except for Randall, and- who was evil and could disappear and be invisible. Have you ever seen the movie? Yes. As an adult. Taking you kids, and I was terrified.
2: No, as a child who
0: grew up on that movie, no. Well, then you guys handle it better than I did.
1: Apparently. Jesus. Well, anyway, um, for instance, in Brazil, the, they call it Cuca, and it's a female humanoid alligator. Mm-hmm.
2: Ooh, that's way La better. La Cuca. Mm-hmm. There's a little cartoon of her, and it's really funny. She's really? out here like, being all sassy and shit, and she's <laughs> La Cuca. <Kuka. laughs>
0: A female, I love it. Wait, alligator or crocodile? Alligator. There aren't any alligators in Brazil.
1: It doesn't well, matter, they Dean. They made it's her an alligator. Real.
0: Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to guess crocodile and something like that. No, an awesome it's an alligator. Cayman.
1: Other representations have been uh, like a hairy, big monster with sharp teeth, red eyes. Wendigo. Bat-like ears, massive claws. Mothman. Some people said it was, some have it being a massive monster, some having it being like troll-like and small. Mm.
0: Wow, that's a pretty, well, you said early it could metamorphose, it could yeah. so it could be anything. Yeah, so, yeah. All
1: right. Here's a story from a 22-year-old undergrad at USC. This did, is from, what?
0: Did this person go with a first name and last initial?
1: Uh, only initials. Oh, okay. A.G. Okay. Because this is from the USC Digital Folklore Archives. Okay. So A.G.'s family is originally from South America, Mexico, and Honduras, and it's his understanding that the story is told to young children to scare them into behaving appropriately and being obedient. He heard the story from his uncle, who said his mother, so A.G.'s grandmother, would tell her young children the story late at night when they were young children. She told them Kukui is a small, bat-eared hair monster that has huge red eyes and would kidnap you if you did something bad or misbehaved. He said their mom would always tell them to go to sleep on time, behave, never do anything bad, and to listen and respect her, which was the most important. Our if he didn't behave else. properly, the Kukui would come and take him into the night. His uncle told him that his friends told him when they were up late at night, past their bedtime, or sneaking something they weren't supposed to have, they would hear screeching or suddenly see red eyes in the bushes. Whenever that happened, someone would be missing the next day.
0: Missing, seriously. So this kid knew missing children. His friends would go (laughs) missing. That's pretty serious, A.G.
1: Yep. And the uncle told him that to this day he's still scared of it. Especially when he goes back to Mexico, so like he's scared of it a little bit in the U.S., uh, but it's more powerful in Mexico.
0: That makes sense. Power is the source <laughs> of power is in Mexico, yeah. the old country, and it.
1: But we're talking clothes. about a grown man that's still scared. Well, I'm afraid of Randall of El Cucuy. Well, I don't blame him. He had a bunch of missing
0: friends, man. I know. You can see the power of suggestion, though. Mm-hmm. There's going to oh, be a creature out there, so you see red eyes in the bushes, yeah. and then friends go missing. Missing.
1: Are you saying? The uncle's friends didn't actually see red eyes glowing in the bushes. Possibly. Well, here's the Mexican legend. Once upon a time, a father was really angry at his kids for behaving badly.
0: Wait, this is like the origin story of El Cucuy.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. The Mexican origin story. Okay. So, to punish the kids, he decided to lock them in the closet to learn their lesson.
0: Okay, kind of a kind of a sixth sense. Action. Remember they locked him in the closet in six cents, and he had to be scared. Oh. Okay.
1: Yep. Well, after a while, the dad decided he needed to go to town and to run some errands. Okay. So he did, forgetting to let his kids out of the closet. When he came back from town, he saw that his barn and his house had caught on fire, <gasps> oh killing no. the kids. Oh my God. So the father was cursed.
0: Yeah, and and remorseful. I hope. Well he probably felt bad for days.
1: He was kind of in, in denial about the whole thing. And so he started looking for his kids in many closets. Mm. For years and years he would look for his kids and he started to grow an appetite for them. So, what? So Wait, now what
0: that took a turn.
1: Yeah. So now he's cursed. Yeah, he's Christ. cursed. He hunts kids. And ah. hides in closets at night, waiting for the right moment. I
0: see. You know, to get I them. even though I knew this, the, the, I thought it was going to be the kids turned into El Cucuy because they're wrong, et cetera. But it's not. It's the dad who murdered them in a sense, accidentally. Let's be fair to him. And damn, well,
1: didn't the, see that. I know. Legend also has it that whoever hears the true legend will catch a glimpse of El Cucuy at night. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh.
0: Wait, whoever here? Just so all of our listeners. Listen to this right now are going to see (laughs) red eyes in the closet later tonight so will we
1: yep damn it
0: okay i'm not gonna lie i scared myself just about a week or so ago Uh, i had a dream about a ghost and then i had to cross through the bathroom to go you know to the the toilets the bathroom to go pee (laughs) and you know how we, we craft across there's a mirror yeah. There, as we crossed that, I would not look in the mirror because I was sure I was going to see a ghost fa- trailing behind me as I walked to the...
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: That'll do it. Scary. Very yep. scary. I'm not going to lie. And then my, my, <laughs> when I ha- went back to bed, I, I, very cl- I actually closed my eyes as I walked through that space where I could have seen the mirror had I looked to my left. So
1: That's funny. And this happened about a week ago. I, di- I didn't put any of this in my notes, but there was a website. I don't even know what website it was, it, but it, I think it was some sort of, I don't know if it's a Mexican um, publication or something, but they decided to interview a bunch of their employees about what their recollections were of El Mm. Cucuy as children. And one woman said that exact thing. Even today, at night, she won't look in a mirror because (laughs) she's afraid she's going to see El Cucuy behind her. Isn't that funny?
0: And also, one other thing of note, Mexico seems to have a lot of things about dead kids. La Llorona? Yeah. We did. That was also yep. a horrific murder of, of children. Mm-hmm. To be
2: fair, a lot of cultures <laughs> have a lot of folk <laughs> tales and wow. and yes. urban legends that revolve around I guess kids so. and mm-hmm. their DFs.
1: Yep. Some versions of the legend have El Cucuy being like a small adult. And in other versions, El Cucuy is actually the spirit of a young boy that died. And so that adds the angle that you just said, that any child snatched by this, calls him Coco, could become Coco. Oh,
0: another Coco. Scary, huh? They multiply. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, when people say Team Coco, that's what they mean, not Conan (laughs) O'Brien. That's how I understand it now.
1: In Spain, Portugal, and Latin America, including Brazil, parents use Coco as a way of making their kids behave. They actually sing lullabies And have rhyme. Okay,
0: so by definition, at night while they're falling off to sleep. Uh This this is great parenting. Yep,
1: telling them if they don't obey their parents, El Coco will come and get them and eat their faces off. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) This is terrible. Like a chimp in Connecticut. (laughs) If you don't obey your parents, Mm -hmm. Coco's going to eat your face. That's not a lullaby. That was something different, but still. That is very
1: different. I'm going to tell you (gasps) a couple true stories.
0: What? Of El Cucuy. Told by people with first name last initial?
1: Uh, just first names, no okay. last initials. Even better. These the first one is from the Southwest United States. Lupe grew up hearing stories about El Kukui from her father and uncles, as well as other children growing up, but she always thought they were just stories. She didn't believe them until one day she and her family had a week-long experience wow. with El Kukui. Sadly, Lupe's husband had died. And her five-year-old daughter began waking up in the middle of the night and telling her mom that she was talking to someone. Uh Uh-oh. So, Lupe, she just thought, oh, she's talking to her dad. You know, she thinks she's talking to her dad in her her dreams, and this is her way of coping with her father's death at such a young age, which, you know, sounds pretty normal. This apparently was in Texas. It was a very scorching hot Texas summer, but...
0: Like every texas summer. so yeah when yes. are they not
1: well but in the in at the night the house would become icy cold Ooh. in short you know little spurts of time in the middle of the night well obviously. that's actually
0: that's also living in a desert <laughs> it's also kind of nice though there's some free air conditioning on a hot summer night that's yeah. not you know
1: yeah i could use that you could well one night Loopy's mother lupe. who was it's lupe lupe Lupe's message. Like
0: I know. <laughs> no.
2: The first thing you said it, I was like, I'm going to let that one slide. But Not no, baby, it's no, Lupe. It's <laughs> Lupe. Come on,
0: Loopy. Jesus.
1: Well, Josie,
0: mom, Josie said
1: her mom was staying with her. She said she heard her granddaughter speaking to someone and then heard the sound of, quote, clunky, scratching, claw like footsteps.
0: Ooh, from the closet or just from...
1: she From her da- granddaughter's bedroom. Oh. She ran to the granddaughter's bedroom and found her granddaughter trembling in the middle of her bedroom <sighs> with a monstrous shadow standing over her. As soon as the grandma turned on the light, of course, the shadow disappeared.
2: Uh, it was a shadow.
0: <laughs> you know what? Completely serious. My dream that I mentioned ago was something like that, where the uh, <laughs> light dissipated... I It's I, I, it one of those dreams we have yeah. the vaguest memory of it, but some, light dissipated the, the creature, the ghost, whatever it was. That's weird. Yeah. Just weird coincidence. Yeah. Because I'm just now hearing what you're saying.
1: I know you are. Hmm. Well, the grandma started sleeping in the granddaughter's room to protect her just in case anything strange happened again. Lupe's sister was also staying with them. One Karen, night... It's Lupe. She woke up and heard horrible screaming. They all raced to the to the daughter's bedroom... And they found the grandma lying on the floor, her pajamas ripped, <sighs> as if let she had go, been clawed go. by an animal. What? Wasn't Nothing. Funny? Nothing.
0: It's pajamas is <laughs> a word in some languages. You're fine. Keep going.
1: Sorry. <laughs> her jammies. Okay. And there was blood everywhere. So that, is grandma alive? <laughs> yes.
0: Oh. Phew. She was she attacked by a, a croco. Oh my god. Oh god.
1: By el cucuy. The daughter was sitting up in her bed, screaming. And blood had even been splattered all over the walls of the bedroom.
0: Jesus. But she's alive.
1: Pretty horrific. Yeah. Well, Lupe ran back to her room because she had a baby. She ran back to her room to get the baby.
0: Lupe had a baby? Yeah. How old was Lupe?
1: She's the mom.
2: This is Lupe the mom. Oh, okay. Not the daughter. My bad.
1: The daughter's only five. We only okay. know Lupe's name. Nobody else. Okay. She ran back to her, her bedroom to grab her baby son because mm-hmm. she was didn't want to leave him alone. Brought him back into Miguel. the blood room. and
0: okay. <laughs> Also good parenting. Put,
1: put him in bed with the five-year-old daughter so that she could try to help her mother. Her sister went to call the police and look through the house to see if they could find... The scary creature, I guess, mm-hmm. and she couldn't find anything or anyone, and all the doors and windows were locked from the inside. Oh. She called the police. They they responded. They took you photos.
0: Know, real quick, you hear that a lot. This is a house, right? Yeah. Not a lot of houses have doors and windows that lock from the outside, so it's not that amazing. Well, you hear it all the time with these things, and it's but a little you bit. You know what they're saying? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I know. You're still. trying to be funny. No, no, actually, I'm I'm serious. You hear that a lot. And it's like, well, obviously they're locked from the inside. All locks are from the inside in these situations. So Windows,
1: not doors. Doors have locks from the outside. Not in
0: houses. It's not that, you know, you're outside house. <laughs> oh, shit, we're, we're stuck. <laughs> the, the UPS guy locked us in. I mean, that doesn't make any sense.
2: Go it ahead. locks from both ways on a door. Yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. No. I know what you mean. Yeah.
1: Anyhow, the police came. They took pictures and of the bloody room. And there were on the floor... There were Lupe's mother's footprints uh. and strange claw-like prints in the blood. The next night, understandably, Lupe and her family had a hard time sleeping.
0: Question. Yes. The, the grandma lived, so she, could she say what? Attacked her?
1: Um, this story doesn't go oh, into... Okay. <laughs> there are no follow-up interviews with grandma.
0: I would like... To contact grandma if Lupe's grandma is out there please write us or email us or just, just call see, in
1: I'll see if I can get you in touch so they all decide to sleep in the same room and finally just passed out from exhaustion until Lupe woke up and discovered her daughter was not sleeping next to her anymore
0: this is just getting worse
1: yep heard voices from the living room she ran out to the living room to find her daughter standing in front of a massive black figure.
0: Now a hint of racism, but go ahead.
1: Well, they yelled. I'm assuming this is her and her sister. And the figure snapped at them. I think by that she means looked at them real fast. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, at that point, it looked like some sort of giant demonic creature. (laughs) Lupe said at this point, she really wasn't sure if it was, like, some real demonic creature or just somebody in some elaborate costume. Like, she wasn't fully believing that it wasn't a person. Is this Halloween? It's October? No? no? Okay. It was summertime, remember? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. She said the creature snatched up her daughter with what looked like massive claws with long fingers and nails and started rampaging through the house.
0: Hmm. Worst prank ever. But.
1: Lupi and her sister chased after El Kukui. And noticed that it acted like it was trying to get back inside the daughter's bedroom to get back into the closet to escape, uh, instead of trying to get out through a door or a window. No,
0: he just wanted to go back home.
1: Mm-hmm. So Lupe and her sister ran after it, and basically it from what i gather had a little tug of war with her daughter uh, she got her daughter finally but she said she could see the giant blood red eyes of the creature inside the closet hissing and growling at her
0: with her daughter's other
1: arm nope. no no okay. it finally let go of her daughter and they went they left the house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got in the car to call the police Smart. police inve- came investigated and concluded that it was an animal attack oh but they couldn't identify the type of animal, nor could anybody figure out where it went once it was inside the closet.
0: Interdimensional being. Mm-hmm. And it just wanted to get back to its dimension. It knew the rift was closing. It had to get back. Did it want to bring a tasty morsel with it? Yes, obviously. But it had to get back at all at odds, so it went and let go of the daughter. That was yeah. That's what happened. It was not a chupacabra.
1: Well, like the, the next thing- night, they had a cop friend come spend the night with them. And it came back and was looking, you know, t- coming back for her daughter. The police officer pulled his gun out and, afraid that to shoot, because he didn't want to accidentally shoot one of the people in the room, just fired his gun into the ceiling instead. The El Cucuy trampled over the police officer, ripping open his shoulder and back, Oof. ran back into Lupe's daughter's room and disappeared into the closet.
0: Wow. The Damn. end.
1: Wow, Pretty that's scary, a horrific, huh? It's
0: very scary. And stories that have super, super vagueness on time, location, and <laughs> names are well, always. I mean, they're rock solid.
1: Nobody, yeah. would you want your name and address? Hell all over yes. the yes, absolutely.
0: If that happened to me, ah, hell yes. No, you would not. Oh my God, you so would. I go on every talk show and talk about it. Write a book, <laughs> absolutely. That sounds a little bit like, wasn't there a paranormal activity that, that had an El Cucuy or something not unlike it?
1: That's a Jack question, not a character. Jack, no,
0: was there not. a paranormal? Why is
2: that a me question? I'm not Emma. That's an Emma question. <laughs> I <laughs> feel like
0: they're in that tired, tired, tired franchise that they did have some, one of the episodes, of, I guess you can call them that, one of the, was, had something to do with like a, you know, a Mexican legend or something like that. I don't know. I'm not positive. I, I don't, don't know either. Where is Emma when you need her? Your-
1: I don't know. Well, in this story from southern Mexico, uh, the dad's name is Jaime, and he, they, this, his family involved a priest, but he describes the Kukui as having a horrible mouth with giant teeth appearing from under his son's bed. He said it slowly slid out from under the bed, which was impossible because the bed was only inches off the floor and even he couldn't fit under it. Oof. He said it looked like some sort of demon and was even still smoldering Ooh. as it stood up on two legs so large that it had to duck to fit under the ceiling of the house. And he said that the skin color and everything continually changed. So like it was... Oh, a
0: chameleon. Yeah. Kukui.
1: And he said it moved like a praying mantis and had a reptilian-like tail.
0: Okay, now it has some alien factors going on yep. here. Doesn't it sound a little bit alien-ish in our weird way we think aliens might be? Our stormship trooper kind of alien, giant cockroach aliens. Oh,
1: surprising you say cockroach. Really? He said it charged everyone in the house, knocking them to the ground, crawling over them, and it moved like a giant cockroach, Ooh. which is nothing like a praying mantis. No, it's not. So this is interesting.
0: Well, you know, don't, don't question it, Dora.
1: So he said once this strange monster knocked everyone to the ground, it spun around and crawled back to his children's room and they chased after it and watched it disappear under his son's bed. Wow. They moved the bed and found nothing but the floor and a wall.
0: I'm going to go again with with a, a rift and an interdimensional creature.
1: Well, of course, they had difficulty sleeping, difficulty functioning. They couldn't lead a normal life and go to work. So they thought it was some sort of curse or punishment. So they decided to spend more time going to church. And they moved.
0: That's a good moral, at least. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> to get away from it. I I like this, though. A lot of... Because, um, you know, in the United States, a lot of people have... Horribly haunted houses, and they don't move, or they just don't move right away. Mm-hmm. Here, it's like, you know what? We're we're gone. This is gonna. This is life threatening. Let's get out of here. I yeah. like it. Smart.
1: Well, there's two more stories. I'm not going to read them. One okay. from Guatemala and one from Colombia.
0: Okay, you just screw up the names anyway, so that's fine. No,
1: I won't. Just kidding, Carrie. Maria Although the is way one. Yeah, well, I got that one, the down. way you
0: pronounce Loopy, I'm <laughs> beginning to question the whole El Cucuy that you I, just 100. percent
1: Well, you know, I did the the thing on. Um, the internet, where you can say, How do you pronounce this? Yeah. But it f- fully like Americans saying it. El Kikui. So I, El Kikui. Yeah. So like I'm a, not really 100%. Did
0: it also sure. say Loopy? Loopy.
1: But like I want to tell you a little bit about first about the researcher who gathered these stories that I've just told you about so that you can.
0: Oh, there's an El Kikui realize Kikui expert. Realize how true there? they are.
1: Okay, His name is. Christopher Chacon. He is a world renowned parapsychologist, anomalist, okay. and paranormal researcher. He has investigated and researched thousands of cases mm. of the most extraordinary phenomenon, not only in Latin America, but the entire world as well. These include demonic possessions, poltergeist and hauntings, miracles, <laughs> all types okay. of psychic phenomena, and altered states of consciousness ufos and alien abductions he
0: is indiscriminate i love it
1: unexplainable anomalous phenomena cryptids, Ooh, wow say
0: that five times anomalous phenomena mm-hmm. oh you know what maybe
1: cryptids your okay. favorite i like that and is one of the world's foremost authorities on witchcraft the occult <laughs> and ancient supernatural practices
0: and I, at I self-promotion
1: know how he has time no, he doesn't. for he does all of this
0: he doesn't he's busy
1: Additionally, he has conducted countless investigations and research expeditions around the world.
0: Research expeditions. Countless expeditions. It, just-
1: into all manner of ancient supernatural myths and legends. He
0: can't count very high then. I,
1: I, mean, I'm gonna, I need to look him up to learn more about his well, he's exploits. he's clearly
0: an expert in everything.
1: But he says 70 to 80% of the over 2,000 cases he has investigated throughout the Latin Americas were found to be explainable. Meaning, yeah. not an actual El Kukui. Yeah,
0: well, that leaves a, a lot of El Kukuis out there. The
1: remaining 20, 20 to 30% were confirmed as anomalous phenomena.
0: Love that word still. So that's several hundred Meaning, El Kukui, legit El Kukui incidents out there that well, he just, just no, he's. He's saying
1: anomalous phenomena, other types of paranormal um, phenomena, with a small percentage of those mm-hmm. actually fitting the criteria that he thinks would be El Kukui okay. phenomenon. Okay.
0: It's a good thing he's bringing the scientific method to bear on his investigations.
1: Mm-hmm. He thinks El Kukui may only manifest on very rare occasions. But when it does, it always leaves those who encounter it with m- in mind-numbing shock because of its horrifying appearance and otherworldly abilities.
0: Does he imply at any point that the whole interdimensional being, which is now my pet theory, no. Oh, see, I like that. If it goes into closets or under beds and disappears there, what else can it be? Yeah. Come on. There's, there's a rift involved. That would explain the, the rarity of it. Those rifts don't open all the time.
1: Yeah. His bio doesn't say he's an expert in interdimensional beings. Well, obviously he is. I've I've got to believe that he's of course he well-versed is. and knows it's all about it. I
0: feel like he could have just heard about that and be a world-renowned <laughs> expert in it instantaneously in his own mind.
1: Yeah. I think it sounds pretty scary. It does sound scary. I think it's horrible of parents throughout the world who warn their children that they could be kidnapped and eaten.
0: It's quality parenting. It is a terrible... It's a good monster. It's a good creature. Like I said, it's a spin on the boogeyman. What came first? The boogeyman or El Cucuy slash Coco slash Kuka? Neither.
1: Yeah, probably coincidental. Like I said,
2: cultures throughout time have had their own boogeyman word yeah. boogeyman it's probably mm-hmm. not that old
0: that's true English so that's for the story drama. of El Cucuy. yeah as far as we know Carrie's pronouncing it right all of it. thank you for that Welcome. Carrie that was a, a, a scary little t- spine tingling weird bit I like that if you want to learn more about El Cucuy, just call Carrie yeah. R R Christopher Chacombe
1: yeah Um, I'm sure he knows more about it than I do. Oh,
0: obviously, Carrie. He knows more about (laughs) everything. He's a world-renowned expert in things he's a world-renowned expert about. So, thank you, Carrie. We will look for our next full episode in in the ongoing...
1: Halloween World.
0: ...extravaganza. Okay? Till then, see ya. Goodbye.